Hey, Wedpreneurs! Welcome to episode 58 of the Wedpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Lee Rivero, and before we begin, I just want to say thank you for tuning in today. This is the first of a six-part series about surviving and thriving this wedding season. I decided to do this now because most of my clients and colleagues have expressed interest in this topic, especially as we're all still in recovery mode to some extent, whether financially or operations-wise. And let's face it, I'm also still running events by Lee, so it's busy season for me too. So I'm happy to share about it as we go along. This is your host, Lee Rivero, and welcome to the Wedpreneur Podcast. Join me and our guests each week as we discuss wedding business best practices, examine challenges facing our industry, and interview wedding industry experts and thought leaders who will share their strategies for taking your wedding business to the next level. Whether you're new in the industry or a seasoned pro, each episode is filled with valuable information aimed to help you build and grow the wedding business that you were dreaming about. I'm ready if you are, so let's get started. Today, I want to talk about a topic that is near and dear to the hearts of many of us in the wedding industry. Getting through wedding season with all our marbles intact. As a wedding professional, We pour our hearts and souls into creating magical experiences for our clients, but we often neglect to take care of ourselves and our team during the hustle and bustle of wedding days. When wedding season is in full swing, we often find ourselves immersed in the chaos and excitement of it all, juggling multiple events, clients, and responsibilities. As your friendly business coach, I'd caution you against putting wellness on the back burner during wedding season. It's tempting. I understand, but no. Neglecting self-care and your team's well-being can have some serious consequences for wedding professionals. Let's talk about it. Obviously, physical and mental exhaustion is at the top of the list. Wedding season can be brutal for wedding professionals. Long hours, sleep deprivation, and stress can take a toll on our physical and mental well-being. If we don't take care of ourselves, we're risking exhaustion, burnout, and a whole host of health issues. And let's be for real. Nobody wants a wedding planner who looks like they haven't slept in a week. But here's the thing. Self-care is not just a buzzword. It's essential. I'm talking about getting enough sleep, eating well, and exercising regularly. It's about taking a break when you need it, setting boundaries, and saying no when necessary. And yes, even wedding professionals need to learn to say no. Because let's face it, no one wants to work with a grumpy wedding professional. We need to be at our best to deliver the quality of works that our clients expect. Plus, Who wants to miss out on all the fun of the wedding day because they're too tired to enjoy it? It's time for the tea with Lee. I've been consuming so much content about work-life balance and building sustainable businesses, yet still I feel there's always more. It was hard for me to decide what to discuss in this segment, but I settled on the power of no. One of the most powerful lessons I learned, N-O, no. 
such simple letters, such a simple word. I've always been a super helpful person. I'd go as far as to say I was a people pleaser in today's terms. I think that this might be true for a lot of my fellow Caribbean people, but I think the main reason I struggled with this issue was rooted in that old school belief where if a parent or a teacher asked you to do something, saying no was seen as disrespectful. In certain cases, saying no to an adult could have even led to punishment. I unpacked this in therapy and I've realized that this upbringing created challenges when it comes to expressing myself and asserting my own needs. This was a surprising revelation even to myself. I'm always ready to fight for others, so being assertive in that regard is natural for me. But when we're brought up to believe that saying no is wrong, it becomes tough to communicate our preferences. And for some folks, like me, this difficulty in standing up for themselves carries over into adulthood. Another reason why saying no might be tough is self-doubt. Imposter syndrome can make you feel inadequate in your role or position, and this is definitely a common struggle amongst wedding professionals, because weddings are deeply personal and emotionally charged events, placing immense pressure on us to deliver that quote-unquote perfect experience which in turn can cause you to question your abilities or feel undeserving of your success. The occasional negative feedback or inevitable mishaps can then make these feelings worse. Anyway, back to how I learned to say no. The last client I had with a wedding that was rescheduled due to the pandemic restrictions was supposed to be back in 2021. We'd booked before the issues were in full swing and she was fine at first, but after we resumed working, I recognized that her personal losses and stresses in the previous years had changed her for the worse. She was increasingly rude and abrasive with me, frequently messaging at random times, and I really felt uncomfortable with the way she was treating me. I'm ashamed to say this now, but at the time, I had that crazy idea that if I jumped through hoops, she'd be happy, but I was wrong. Our contract outlined the final wedding plan and timeline would be due one month before the wedding, and she seriously tried to force me to complete them without all the final information while we were still months out from the wedding date. No matter how I tried to explain the scope of work and our company policies, she wasn't having it. At the end of the day, they clearly had no respect for me or my business, so looking back, I could see there was no fixing that. The aha moment came when one of the vendors called me to let me know that she would be declining the job even after going through the trouble of putting together a proposal for me, due to the fact that said client went directly to her and she really didn't like their vibe at all. I realized then that I too could also say no to this mess. My eyes were also opened to the domino effect of my decisions as a leader on the rest of my team. When we discussed the issues, they were very enthusiastic about cancelling the contract. Without noticing it, I'd allowed my frustration to leak over into their vibe, and that was totally not what they were used to. And they wanted the happy me back. So, after talking with them, I decided to exercise my exit clause, and the weight of the world was immediately lifted off my shoulders. Then... It was as if the universe wanted to confirm that that was the right choice 
because I was able to spend that day on another job that was so much more fulfilling and so much less toxic. For many of us, saying no comes with a heavy dose of guilt. Maybe it's the fear of letting someone down, or it could be that we're just natural people pleasers. But either way, regardless of the reasons, it's vital to master the art of saying no for the sake of our own well-being and also those around us that can face the impact of our stress. Our time and energy are precious resources that we should use wisely, and that means we can't say yes to everything. Say no to working for people who don't respect you. All money is not good money. Let me say that again. All money is not good money. Say no to show that you respect yourself and value your time and expertise and are willing to set boundaries to protect them. Overall, saying no when you don't want to or cannot do something empowers you to prioritize your well-being and create a healthier and more productive work environment. Now, back to the present. The next thing is decreased productivity and performance can really take a toll. Fatigue and stress can make it tough to focus, be creative, and solve problems. Not a good look for any wedding professional. Plus, mistakes during important events can damage your reputation and lead to unhappy clients. AKA, yikes on bikes. And speaking of unhappy clients, neglecting self-care can also strain your relationships with them. Missed deadlines and communication breakdowns can really put a damper on things. No one wants negative reviews or a decline in future bookings, right? Let's not forget about your team either. If they're feeling unsupported and stressed out, you might end up with disengagement and high turnover rates. That's not good for anyone. Plus, if you're overwhelmed and not taking care of yourself, the quality of your work can suffer. Mistakes can happen and your credibility in the industry can take a hit. But it's not just about work. Neglecting self-care can have serious consequences for your personal life too. Chronic stress can lead to health problems and neglecting personal relationships can leave you feeling pretty lonely. Before I go on to the next topic, I just want to let you know that registration for the first launch of Balancing Bliss is now closed. But don't worry, we'll be reopening them again in September. To keep updated on this and everything else going on with us, please join our community. Join our Facebook group today to connect with other like-minded listeners, stay up to date on the latest episodes, and engage in meaningful conversations about the topics we cover on the podcast. Don't miss out on the opportunity to be a part of our community. The link is on our website where you can also access our show notes. So I gave you the risks and shared some of my tea. Now on to the next part. If you don't know, now you know. I love lists. So this episode would not be complete without a list of essential strategies for self-care and team well-being to ensure we not only survive, but thrive during this wedding season. Number one, plan ahead and communicate. Planning ahead is crucial to ensure smooth operations on wedding days. 
Make your wedding day timelines as detailed as you can for each event, outlining all tasks and responsibilities. Communicate this timeline to your team well ahead of time and make sure to ask for feedback before finalizing the timeline. This ensures that everyone is aware of their roles and responsibilities and have opportunities to communicate any issues. Clear communication will minimize confusion and stress on the big day. Second one is to prioritize rest and nutrition. Wedding days can be long and physically demanding. It's vital to prioritize rest and nutrition to maintain your energy levels. Encourage your team to get adequate sleep the night before a wedding and on the day itself, schedule short breaks throughout the day to allow everyone to recharge. Provide healthy snacks, meals and water to keep everyone nourished and hydrated. Third, delegate and collaborate. Don't be afraid to delegate tasks and responsibilities. A lot of times when you're trying to book as many jobs as you can, you find yourself trying to create miracles from a shoestring budget, which ultimately can lead you to not having enough money to pay for enough staff. This is something that needs to be discussed, but I think that's a whole other episode. But the first thing is to always charge enough to cover the staff you need. At the end of the day, it isn't sustainable or healthy to do everything yourself as a way of reducing expenses, nor will it result in your best work. Decline those jobs and agree to only work when the budget can accommodate the team you need, who you can trust and distribute the workload with. Collaborate with your team members, leveraging their strengths and expertise. This not only lightens your load, but also fosters a sense of teamwork and camaraderie. Four, create a supportive environment. Wedding days can be stressful, but creating a supportive environment can make a significant difference. Encourage open communication among team members, allowing them to express any concerns or challenges they may be facing. Foster a positive and encouraging atmosphere where everyone feels valued and supported. Celebrate each other's successes and provide constructive feedback when needed. Number five, set boundaries and manage expectations. Setting boundaries is vital to protect your well-being. Clearly define your working hours and communicate them to clients and team members. Avoid overcommitting yourself or your team, as this can lead to burnout. Manage expectations by setting realistic goals and timelines. Educate your clients about the limitations of what can be achieved on a wedding day, ensuring everyone has realistic expectations. Finally, reflect and learn. After each wedding, take the time to reflect on the day's events. Celebrate the wins and identify areas for improvement. Discuss these insights with your team, brainstorming ways to enhance future wedding experiences. Learning from each event will help you to continuously refine your processes and grow both as individual and a team. As I wrap up this episode, I just want to reiterate my main point, that by planning ahead, prioritizing rest and nutrition, delegating tasks, creating a supportive environment, 
setting boundaries and reflecting on each event, we can ensure that not only do we survive, but we thrive during this busy time. And if all else fails, just remember to add a shot of espresso to your morning coffee. It's not exactly self-care, but it's a start. (laughs) Remember, taking care of ourselves and our team allows us to deliver our best work and to create unforgettable memories for our clients. Don't miss out on opportunities for growth by staying stuck in a stressful cycle. Take care of yourself, your team, and your clients. Everyone will thank you for it. See you next week. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Webpreneur Podcast. I'm so incredibly grateful to all of my listeners and would like to take a moment to invite you to keep the conversation going. Head on over to our free online community at www.thewebpreneur.com forward slash join. If you enjoyed this episode, help us to spread the word by leaving an honest review and sharing with others you think would also enjoy this. I appreciate each and every one of you and welcome your feedback. Bye for now.